Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. All right, welcome back to another show. We appreciate you coming back, as always. want to thank uh, Ryan from Michigan for leaving a, uh, a review on Apple Podcasts for us. Uh, gave us a five-star, unlike the one-star from the other guy. Oh, good. Yeah, so you know we're trending upward now. Um, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please pause right now and write a review on this show, uh, or wait until the end after you've actually listened to a show. If this is your first time here, if it is your first time here, thank you for coming. I sound very robotic right now. It's really weird. Um, I promise the rest of the show won't be like this. Um, but no matter where you're listening, if you can rate us, that'd be great. It really helps us, uh, get in front of more people and helps us get more listeners want to thank cheers and spirits in the arnold station plaza we are drinking regular uh basil hayden tonight now while back we we tried out the basil hayden toast you and i were not a fan no Can- even though i've always been a, i mean basil hayden's probably one of my one of if not my favorite and here we are with regular basil like the basil hayden toast just didn't do it for me it had a weird uh taste flavor to it i just wasn't a big fan it, it evaporated off the tongue way too quick mm-hmm. like there was no linger on it there was no much, there wasn't a lot of flavor to it that stuck around except bad a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't even think it tasted all that bad i just I, it just didn't linger like it was weird it was it's the only bourbon or whiskey that we've tried that just kind of didn't stick around for like more than half a second mm-hmm. like it, it, it evaporated so quick it was it was weird to me right this is my first time trying the basil hayden regular I've never tried it before. So I've heard really good things about Basil Hayden, which is why the toast product kind of like soured me a little bit on the name brand. But that was my first kind of attempt into Basil Hayden. Right. So now it, you you brought over the legit Basil Hayden. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, so I'm going to give Basil Hayden uh, uh, another try with this one and see if it lives up to the hype. Also want to thank Brian Schilling with, um, Long Foster Real Estate, uh, AnnapolisHomeExperts.com. He is down on 145 West Street in Annapolis. If you are looking for a home in the Anne Arundel County area, which is where we live, um, you're not going to find anyone better than Brian. Uh, Like I said, 10 years ago, he was my real estate agent when I bought this home. Um, The fact that he looked at the purchase as if it was his purchase, and therefore, it was as if he was spending his own money. So he didn't want us to spend money on a house he didn't think was worth it at the time. And over on 10 years ago, it was a different time. Um, but the fact was, he was not going to allow us to enter into a bad purchase um, based on whatever the conditions were at the time. And we ended up, we, we felt when we bought this house, we, we felt like we got a decent deal. Um, and we were able to add in some uh some i don't even addendums into the contract mm-hmm. um where we actually ended up buying some of the the previous homeowners items in the house because they were trying to downsize oh okay. now, most times no one would even think about doing that right yeah but he was like hey look they're trying to downsize do you guys want x y and z maybe we can work out a deal to get some of the stuff and he knew we were coming from a smaller house so we needed some we, we need like we uh, the kitchen table we needed we the one we have was like an old glass table from the seventies. Mm-hmm. Could only seat four people, right? Well, we got we had one kid, one on the way. We always have parents over grandparents. We needed a bigger table. 
That's a nice long table too. It is, it's a, and there, it's a long room, so it fits it. And it's a like it's solid wood table. Like this thing back in the day when these got these people bought it, mm-hmm. like that's when they made furniture the right way. Um, and so we were able to negotiate that and some other things in there. And a guy like Brian knows that that's possible. Or some of these other real estate agents don't know that. So Brian helped us get a good deal. Plus, he was able to negotiate some other things in there for us. So if you are looking to buy or sell a home, uh, go find uh, Brian at AnnapolisHomeExperts.com and, and let him get a good deal for you. So we want to talk about something strange today. And in normal, when we get into politics, it's, um, yeah, we're, we're talking about how we hate the establishment and all this other stuff and now they're not they're not working for us well this doesn't really go in, in the lat line this is more of like I, i'm i'm really confused still hate the establishment though. still hate these yeah they're still not working <laughs> for us right um but now things are getting a little confusing uh or more bizarre right and the thing that's that's kind of boggling my mind is that Fox News is actually hosting a debate with Sean Hannity as the moderator for a debate between Ron DeSantis and uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California and the governor of Florida. Now, Gavin Newsom is not running in an election. Uh, He's not running for president. He's, He's not even he's not in the primaries. None of this. Uh, and DeSantis is running, polling at nine percent for the for the Republican nomination, uh, versus I guess Trump's at sixty something percent. Yeah. Um. But these two are going to debate now. I know they took some jabs at each other in the media, but to have a national debate between these two, I don't understand it. We've never seen this before. Yeah, it would be like let's let's have a debate. Like let's, it's almost like let's see who the the bet. Like let's have the debate between, you know, Sidney Crosby and uh, and Russell Wilson. Like who cares? Like like they're like who cares? Like what what is it? Like they're not even playing the same sport. You know, it it's just a weird. uh, What what's the point? What's the purpose? Yeah, and I get it. It's almost like it's um, I guess in the political world, this would be considered a pay per view. UFC event, right? Because people really like Ron DeSantis and people on the other side really like Gavin Newsom. Yeah. So maybe it's just like, let's see them battle it out and see what happens. Right. But there's there's no prize at the end. Yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no, it's like the, no one busts a nut. Like there's no, right. <laughs> it's like you're just, what's the what's the purpose? Like the beat never drops. Right. You know, and um, as you can I've been listening to a lot of Bill Maher's uh, podcast. I really do enjoy it. I like Bill Maher. I've always liked him. And um, even though now, I mean, people think he's a on the left think he's a Nazi or something, but or alt right. What I mean, when you call Bill Barr alt right, like, he's a Jewish Nazi. Right. That that's that's what they're going with now. Yeah. Um, but I, I look, you know, but he was talking to I forget who who his guest was on. It's his. Uh, it's called uh, Club, Club Random. Club Random. Yeah, yeah. And I forget who his guest was. They're talking about how how good Gavin Newsom would be, and I'm like Gavin. Um, Huh? Gavin Newsom lost me as most of the 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 Democrats did with with COVID. So I was like that guy, and then looking like, okay, you think he'd be good? Like, is that how far away we are all are from each other? But um, I don't know. It just it 
they they do love him. And who though? Who's they? Like because lefties? Yeah, but he seems to be putting like when I think of leftists or Democrats and I think of Gavin Newsom, I think of him as part of the craziness in the party right now mm-hmm. and not the classic liberals. Like I, I don't see right. him as the classic liberal that Bill Maher would kind of get behind. Yeah. For me, this is the cl- this is the type of liberal that Bill Maher's been raging against for the last four months. Yeah. Well, Bill Maher also has a really bad case of a uh, Trump derangement syndrome. He he really does. And and I you know and we've said it numerous times before. Neither one of us are are Trump guys. No. You know. Um, sometimes he gets the choice among. It's like and it, it's just which one stinks less. So, um, but I, I kind of see, you know, if you're originally from that camp when your choice is Donald Trump and you're suffering from Trump derangement, so, oh, he'd be great. Uh Okay. You know, uh, how, I don't know, but. Yeah. And we've said, we've said this numerous times, the appeal of Trump to most people is that he's not part of the government establishment in either parties. Right. Like, as much as I like DeSantis because of his track record in Florida, and, and look, Democrats are going to be like, well, what about Don't Say Gay? Or what about banned books? Well, first of all, there was no such thing as Don't Say Gay. There was not. And there's no such thing as banned books right. in Florida. I'm sorry. You can, like The funny thing, like, Pink did her concert in Florida, and apparently she gave out 16... Uh, of the band, like 16 titles of the band books. She brought like 30,000 copies of them. One of which was the diary of Anne Frank. That's not a band book. No, I, it's nowhere near it. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, but she, she took a Twitter post that said it was banned in Florida and ran with it. Like she believed it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's that misinformation stuff. Yeah. And everyone thinks it only comes from one side. It comes from it, it's coming from anywhere that can get you pissed off on both sides. Right. Well, that's the that's the goal. Like to the point, she made herself look stupid. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where it's like, okay, you need to shut up and dribble. Yeah. Okay, just shut up and sing because you got duped, <laughs> and you you pawned it off as some publicity stunt, like you were some do-gooder, and you literally just came off as a moron. Um, they did have some books that were not allowed to be in school libraries right but not public libraries and not bookstores Mm -hmm. they weren't banned they were effectively it was basically taking some adult material out of an elementary school Mm -hmm. that's what that was was basically like when you go to a a, a gas station and they've got the porn mags up yeah they're behind the little they've got to have something they got to have something covering it yeah right well It'd be like saying, well, you you can't have strippers in a school zone, right? Right. Are you saying that they're banning strippers? Right, strippers aren't banned. They're they're not banned at all. Right. Just in certain areas. You got to, it's like they have their own hamster dam Mm -hmm. from (laughs) from the wire, (laughs) you know? You can only have drugs in this area. Well, you can only have strippers in this area. Right. And you can only have a certain adult literature in this area. Mm -hmm. But they buy into it hook, line, and sinker. But- so for me, DeSantis has done a good job, especially through from through COVID, through and and out of COVID, and then you've got DeSantis. 
And then DeSantis had his COVID thing where he got yeah, the guy was shown to be a massive hypocrite. Oh, uh, Newsom, you mean? Newsom, sorry. Yeah. Who did I say? DeSantis. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I'm talking about so Newsom put you know did the loss for thee but not for me. Mm-hmm. Got caught three times doing that. Yeah, and then he's been slowly putting some laws into place that also kind of went with the wacky left. Yeah. And it's weird that, you know, they equi- they equivalently equi- equivocate. I'm trying to use big words here. Shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing that. They're, they're trying to make it DeSantis seem something he's not. Um, but, it, it, and I do agree. The guy's got a dry ass personality, but at some point, Maybe the dry-ass personality that's qualified needs to win. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then, the, now, Gavin Newsom, if I'm not mistaken, has been doing some things to kind of center himself. There's some wacky legislation that California passed that he vetoed. Um, there's some, a couple things where he's trying to set, and it's, I look at it and I kind of think that the San, that, I'm sorry, Newsom, that I'm doing it too. <laughs> The Democrat bench is weak. It's really weak. You know, and if you want to equate it to so their bullpen's weak, they got nobody in it. Um and their ace, their starting pitcher, is really, really weak too. Like they're just straight hitting diggers off this guy. It's batting practice out there. So But he's pretty. Yeah, well, I mean Joe Biden being Oh, you're talking about Joe. Oh my bad. I thought you were talking about Gavin. Okay, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I don't know if you've noticed, but so my wife likes, we watch Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live over the last couple of years has just been not funny. Um, they Joe, Joe Biden was untouchable. But however, this last season, they've been going after him. And I, you know, call me a wacky conspiracy theorist all you want. All of those TV executives, the writers, they're all in the same vein. And I think that whether it's coordinated or whether it's just random, I think Joe Biden is falling out of favor. They don't they don't see a winner in him, so now they're going after him. Um, so Gavin Newsom, though he's not running, he's going to you know support his party's candidate. Blah 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 blah. He's not like trotting out to the mound to to get the ball to to relieve Joe Biden. But he's definitely warming up in the bullpen. And that's what this recentering is. I think that's what a lot of this is, is he's warming up in the bullpen. Yeah, and I think normally they wouldn't try for a Democrat governor of California because normally that's not going to play in a general election. No. Yeah, it, it, it's almost like having a, you know, a, a Democrat from New York, right? Democrat from New York, Democrat from California is just too far left. Yeah. But like you said, who like I can't name another Democrat that would garner enough support from the base that could win a general. Now, I think someone like a Joe Manchin could win a general, mm-hmm. but he's never going to win the base to win yeah, the primary. Joe Manchin did a really good job of just his last term here in West Virginia, but he was essentially the one about the most powerful person in the country because he was kind of, him and Kirsten Cinema were the swing votes in the Senate. Yeah. Um, of just getting himself more power and m- making himself even more money and because he's done. He's bowed out. So. Well, they're running. I, I, I don't think he can win in West Virginia. And I think that's why he's bowing out. 
Yeah, I, I think if he could, if he could thought he could win, he'd run again in a minute. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't flip to be a Republican and run again. Yeah, to be honest with you, because they, they're all about self preservation, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so I'm shocked he didn't make that yeah. move. Well, cinema. What made her? I think she's an independent. She's an independent. Yeah. Um, she's like Angus King. Yeah. From Maine, Angus King from Maine. Is he Maine or New Hampshire? I think he's Maine. He's he's Democrat leaning. He caucuses with Democrats. Yeah, but he doesn't want that stigma on him because mm-hmm. he's he's not the wacky left. Yeah, and and that was her thing. She's like, look, yeah, I believe in Democrat principles, but I don't believe in any of this other stuff that's going like, yeah, the stuff that came out of left field, mm-hmm. right? Like the like the side that doesn't believe in science stuff, right? Right. Like they used to be the party of science, and like it was weird. Like that science, right? Well, I mean, they they could point to Republicans and say, "Look, they're cave people; they don't believe in science." Yeah, and, and it, I mean, the Republicans were a real easy target in that regard. Mm-hmm. And and now all of a sudden, you got just as wacky opinions on your side. Yeah. Well, you, now you lost the talking point. Yeah. Like it, it, if they didn't, I, I we kept I keep saying this: if they didn't tack so far to the left. And I hate to say it's even left. Like, they tack so far to the wacky mm-hmm. that you now can... It, like, even this part where, you know, the Jewish vote is pretty Democrat-centric. I mean, you've, you've got some of the Hasidics, though, or in the Orthodox that will vote Republican sometimes. Yeah. But for the most part, mo- a lot of Jewish people that I know will vote Democrat. Well, now you've got this stuff where all of a sudden it seems like a lot of the people that lean Democrat are now leaning towards you know Hamas and, and yeah. Palestine. That you you might alienate a large base of your vote over something like that wasn't there three years ago. Correct. Um, and I I feel like they're losing more and more of their bases, and. I don't know how you get that back. Yeah. I, because I think a lot of the people are like, well, you know, because of the the unions used to be solid Democrat. And I think they, some of them still are. However, and no one talks about it, but the railroad workers strike and they weren't asking for a lot. No. Uh, Joe Biden went and busted the unions up. That was a union busting up. The most, the most pro-union president. Hey, Jack, I'm the most pro-union president ever. <laughs> and... Went and busted the unions, and it's like, are you really? Because that's, I mean, you, y'all call Trump a fascist. That is fascism, right there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the marriage between government and and industry, like that's fascism. Like, I, it's almost the definition of it. But hey, Jack, I'm the most pro union uh, president ever. Uh, and they'll say, well, he went and he went and walked with the UAW. Yeah, right. well. You could have made that argument if he didn't bust up the rail workers. Yeah. Right. It, it's it's just so strange because then like, well, who else are the who else are these union rail workers going to vote for? Well, if you're if you're not voting in their best working interest, ideologically they don't align with Democrats. Right. A lot of these blue collar workers. No. So they're probably going to now go and vote with who they align with ideologically. If you're not going to vote for their pocket, like people vote with their wallet. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're now not going to help their wallet. Well, at least they're going to go vote for their, uh, you know, their ideological side. Yeah, you know, it, it, and it's it's kind of like the same thing. Like, and with the Jewish vote, it's like 
The whole thing was, well, Republicans are Nazis. You got the guys over there with the swastika flags doing the Sig Heil. You can't vote with them. And, you know, a lot of Jewish people are like, oh, you're right, you're right. I can't vote with them. Well, now, on the other side, you got the pro-Hamas, I want to kill all Jewish people people. Right. Well, so now Republicans are going to say, well, I mean, we kind of got these Nazi guys in check. They come out every once in a while, but we make sure to say they suck. Right. But the Hamas people on the other side, they're actively saying that they're great. Yeah. So would you rather vote with them? Or, hey, we're over here. Come on over. You know, shalom. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they, they, there's a group that will pander to them, to, the, to yeah. that group. Yeah. So it's like, how, how, how many bases of voters can you lose? Because, yeah, remember, Democrats were also defund the police. Mm-hmm. So the police unions, you got the rail workers unions, and other people in other unions are probably seeing some of this yeah. stuff. And like, okay, well, well, are we next? Yeah, and not, not to mention the the fact that that, pend- like that pendulum is going to swing back. Um, you know, Even in D.C., their new chief was out and sw- came out swinging and was like, you can't keep doing this. Yeah. And... Because eventually, you know, it's one thing when it's all happening where the other people live, you know, and but then when all of a sudden, you know, the 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 Baltimore where they the, all the ATV kids, uh, the biker boys, yeah, oh when when they're riding down Route Two in Savannah Park, then it becomes a problem. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, like, oh, <laughs> not in my backyard. Well, hey, you guys have been supporting this crap for a couple of years now, and guess what? It spreads, and here it is. So you know, the pendulum will swing back. Um, that was highly unpopular. Yeah, when that happened. Yeah, so it's you know that that, that whole thing where they kind of a lot. It's like they keep putting their money on the. They keep putting their money on the wrong squares, like or on the wrong like. Oh, we're gonna put on put our money here, and then it, they just go wacko, and um, you continue to alienate people. No one's gonna want to be. You gotta vote for any of your 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 people. Like no one wants to have anything to do with you. Well, and I feel like they can. They think that they can tack back middle, far enough before the election, where people won't remember. Yeah, you know, um, and that's. <clears throat> I th- I feel like that's what they're trying to do now. Like you're starting to see with about eleven months before the major election, you're starting to see. A little bit of tack back to the middle. You know, they're pushing back on some of this Hamas protest stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're seeing some pretty big Democrat donors push back on these colleges and universities, which is yes. making the colleges and universities clamp down on these pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, the funny part is, it's kind of like when the whole Antifa thing started, right? They were allowed to run wild in Portland. Yeah, and Seattle and a whole bunch of other cities, right? Well, then they then they rather than doing the catch and release thing, they started catching and prosecuting. And all of a sudden, I think it takes some of these groups by surprise. Like, oh my god, we're being used. Yeah, like you were useful idiots. You went out, caused the distraction that they wanted you to cause, which they thought would get people to vote a certain way, and it seems like it did. But now you're of no more use to us. And in fact, now you're hurting us. Yeah. So guess what? You get to go to jail. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go spend some time there. Oh, and by the way, 
this FBI raid at your house is also happening, and you're going to get audited by the IRS. Yeah. Like all of us, like we're gonna. You think you're better? You're bigger than us? Oh no! Right. We will now put you back where you belong until we need you again. And if you don't do what we need you to do again, well, the same stuff that you, the same stuff that you're seeing, because you keep doing it, it's going to happen if you don't do it. Like either way, you're screwed. You are now the useful puppet. Yeah. Because you allowed your group to take the money to get the power, do the damage, and when they told you to stop, you didn't, and now you're going to pay for it. And if you don't go back and do it again, you're going to pay for that too. Yep. Or we're going to expose you, and we're going to throw all your people in jail mm-hmm. because there's a whole other group right over there. Yeah, we'll just find someone else to do it. That'll do it. Yeah. 100%. And I, I think when they get recruited, it, it, it's like the BLM people. You're seeing a lot of people now be like, where'd the BLM money go? Yeah. And like they're finding out where it went, but they're also finding out that, that the top of that organization did all the recruiting to get all these people in. Then those people did all that hard work and they thought they were doing right for the people at the top just to take the money. Oh, buy mansions. And-, and, and the people on the bottom are going to jail. They're getting arrested. Where before they were just being caught and released, caught yeah. and released. And so it's like you fall into that lull of safety until they screw you. Mm-hmm. And it's like now you know who you're now you know who you're playing with. And it's it's like you 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 took the apple and you you ate off of it as long as they allowed you to, and that apple's getting taken away, and you better you better run because mm-hmm. if you don't play ball, <laughs> you 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 can't outrun that right. Um, and a good example of this was San Francisco. So, we're recording this on the 21st of November. This will go out on the 28th, I believe, which is next Tuesday. Um, I want to say about, was it two weeks ago? It was last week. Was it last week? Yeah, it was, was like it? Thursday, Friday, somewhere in there. Um, uh, our, our, you know, the good, our good friend, Xi Jinping, yeah. met with President Biden in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Gavin Newsom rolled out the red carpet. In order to make the city presentable, though, and I guess a little bit of background. So ever since COVID, the homeless population has surged in San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco is not an affordable place to live. Well, yeah, and there's there's a couple people. There's, there's all these different theories bouncing around. They say, oh, they're living on the streets because they can't afford housing. You know, a lot of them are drug addicts. Like, these are people that just work for facebook or google and can't get find an apartment so they live in a tent and shit in a in a bucket like that's not who these people are that that are out there like these are you know a lot of them are mentally ill drug addicted this and that the reason they're out there is because um they have california got rid of like the they, they're other places have a law where you can't camp in cities, and if it's zoned a certain way, like residential, commercial, and light industrial, whatever, you can't camp there. Well, they got rid of all those laws in California. So, not maybe not, but like San Francisco, Los Angeles, the more liberal areas got rid of them 
Plus, the weather is decent year-round there. San Francisco's a little chilly and a little rainy, but it's not Boston. <laughs> like, right. It's not eight degrees outside. It's not Seattle. Right. So that's that's why, like, people who say, oh, oh, it's because they can't afford housing. They'd be homeless no matter where they were. Like, it's just they happen to be there. And it's nice because the police don't can't do anything about it. So, it if if your area is friendly toward the homeless population, and by friendly I mean they make it easier to be homeless and not get harassed, mm-hmm. more homeless people are going to go there, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's also just easier to be homeless there because, frankly, let's say you got a job, right, and you can't afford to live there. You know, it's easier to fall into depression, despair, get on drugs, and then you fall even deeper, right? Yeah. Um, but the homeless situation in San Francisco was as such that you couldn't walk down a lot of streets without it just being lined with tents and encampments. And that what came with that was, you know, people were literally pooping on the street. Yeah. So now you've got streets lined with you know, urine, feces, and homeless population just strewn about Mm -hmm. well about a week or two before xi jinping came to town they cleared out all of it yeah i don't know where the people went but all of the tents the belongings encampments they literally took a um what's that thing it's not a bulldozer with this what's the with the bucket Oh, like a front end loader? Yeah, front end. They yeah. they took a front end loader and just drove it down the street. Yeah, and took out all of it. And they basically said, like, they went ahead and basically said, "Hey, we're 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 coming through, and we don't care if you're in front of it." And of course, they had to get them out of the way. I I, I have a feeling they 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 had to have taken the people somewhere. Oh, I'm sure they put them up in really in hotels that are charging three hundred dollars a night for them. I would love to. If someone knows for a fact, please correct me uh, and let us know where they where they had the homeless people go. Um, but they essentially cleaned up the city. Like they mm-hmm. sp- they sprayed the streets, cleaned yeah. the feces and the, and the, and the urine, and they got rid of the encampments. Also, that Xi Jinping didn't see <laughs> right what was really going on. Now, right. In all honesty, though, you think it would matter if he saw it. What's he gonna? What's, he gonna, what's this talking be? Oh, this place is shithole. Well, I'm sure the Chinese, the the uh, CCP propaganda arm would be tearing that one up. You know, look, all these people are homeless. So we don't have these people in in Beijing, but I mean, they're meanwhile they've they you know have slums, everything just like everywhere else does. You don't think they had someone go with a camera three weeks before and take those pictures and be like, "See, here it is, shithole." I guess they could have. But to have him there at the same time, I, I don't know. I mean, part of me sees, like, gets it because, you know, when we have people over, like, my <laughs> wife and I run around and jam things into closets and fight with each other. Right. So it's probably the same thing. You know, they're just getting rid of the, all the crap that's left out. But, you know, the fact that they got rid of they say, oh, we can't do anything about it. We can't do anything about it. Oh, no, wait, Xi Jinping, we did something about it real and fast. Right. It was three years of we can't do anything about it and two weeks of we did it. Yeah. It's just... I would just love, like, for people that... Like, you you and I... We've talked about this. We're not... We're not... 
at a point where we think the government actually means well. Right. The government's in it for the government, the for-profit government that it is. <coughs> right. And, and it's not the government that makes the money. It's all the corporations and the, and the mm-hmm. friends that get the money from the government budget. You know, you see who it's about. Yeah. And, and then do you realize that, so all these people that lived in those areas that were complaining, 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 and nothing happened, then all of a sudden some big wig comes through and it's gone. It's just, they don't give a shit about you. They don't care about you. Stop thinking that they do. Yeah. And some people were going to say, yeah, but you know, if we get one or two laws passed, you know, it makes a difference. The only way you're going to get a law passed is if it's financially beneficial to somebody. Mm-hmm. Or if someone believes they're going to lose their seat. Because there's nothing more financially beneficial than being in the political seat. Oh, yeah. So if someone thinks that they might get ousted, they'll put something, they'll put a bill together to say that they tried. Mm-hmm. And they might get some other people that are in the same situation where they might get voted out too. So they yeah. got they got to appease the base or whatever. Or or someone owes them a favor. Hey man, I'm fighting for my seat. You gotta help me out. Yeah. Remember when I freaking you know did whatever for you? Like when I fell that sword, you gotta help me out. And you know that I'm you know that stuff happens. Well, Charlie Wilson's war. Hmm. Char- so for those of you that don't know about Charlie Wilson, Charlie Wilson was a congressman from Texas. Uh, um, Charlie Wilson's War was actually it was a movie and a book but the movie was great it had Tom Hanks in it Julie Roberts good movie go watch it basically what Charlie said was he said I represent a district who doesn't want anything they want they like God they want their guns mm-hmm. and I'm able to provide that he goes outside of that I can provide a lot of I can provide a lot of votes to people I can provide a lot of favors so I amass a lot of favors. So essentially, someone in his district wanted help to the Mujahideen in Afghanistan to fight the Russians because they were super anti-communist people at the time, mm-hmm. whatever. And they funded his campaign. And so he called in a lot of favors on the Appropriations Committee and was able to get money and munitions sent to the Mujahideen because of this one person and her money. That's what got that done. It wasn't altruistic. It wasn't, oh, well, we need to help these poor Afghanis and, you know, the big bad Russians and, oh, and Charlie felt compelled to do it. No, Charlie called in favors, got enough votes to get the money appropriated and then doubled it and then doubled it and then doubled it because Charlie had a lot of favors in his back pocket because Mm -hmm. he was able to do favors for other people. One person with money yeah. got a congressman to do it for money. Like, that's politics. It's not what you think it is. And that's why I just find it hyster- Like, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. This will air just after Thanksgiving. I guarantee you half the people that listen to us probably had a political argument with their family over Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Because... One person thought that their side was better than the other side when they don't realize no one's on their side. Yeah. At all. When you finally realize that, that's when I stopped arguing about politics. Right. And, and you know, and the, the sad thing is, is that 
people will think that, you know, if you say, oh, you know, they, I hate all of them. They'll say, oh, well, that's just a cop out because you don't want to take a side or you don't want to debate me because, no, they, your side does not give any shit about you. And the side that's not yours doesn't give a shit about their people either. So that's where I really, they don't care about you. They care about money. They care about your money is what they care about and how to take it from you um, and how to enrich themselves. So, and amass more power. They don't give a fuck about you. All this other stuff is, is smokescreen. You know, it's just they don't, want, they don't want solutions to any of these problems. They want the issue. How much money gets poured into the homeless situation in California every year? They they don't want the they don't want the the solution. They want the issue, and then also the people that are working for these groups like Cal Homeless or Cal, what is it called? Um, it's like Department of Social Services, but it's like Cal Social or something, whatever the hell. It, they get such a huge budget. They don't want to solve the problem because in their budget they they lose their jobs. So they they keep. Their budget keeps going up and up and up and up and up, and they do less and less and less. So it's just this machine that feeds itself. So I sit there and I, I don't argue politics. You know, there there are things that I that I you know uh, positions that I hold that I'll state, but I'm not. The other thing, there's no winning the argument when someone's an ideologue or they're brainwashed. There's no winning the argument with them. No. And look, it, we can have political opinions. It, it's kind of like we're both for single payer health care, mm-hmm. but we know it's never going to happen in this country because of politics. Mm-hmm. It's it, so. It, I mean, you could have someone who's in favor of single payer health care talk with me, and I'll agree with them. Mm-hmm. You could have someone that's against single payer health care talk with me, and I'll agree with them. Yeah, because I the idea is great. There is going to be no execution on this planet. That makes sense. Right. Not in this country. Yep. Other countries, maybe. Especially when you have, you know, people talk about big pharma, big pharma. It's not, big pharma ain't shit compared to big insurance. Mm-hmm. And those, like the money they bring to the table, it doesn't matter how, you can come up with the perfect plan that made absolute perfect sense. And if it didn't keep them, keep the money rolling into their pockets, it's not happening. There's no other industry in the world where I'm guaranteed profit every year. Because you pay into insurance and the premium is made, the premium is decided based on algorithms and formulas where they know they can charge you that dollar amount and over a 10-year period, you're never going to claim that amount from them. Mm -hmm. They're always going to win. It's like betting against the casino. You're going to lose. Yeah. And the worst part about it is there are certain industries where the insurance is required of you. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't drive a car without auto insurance. Right. Now, I see the point of having auto insurance, but the fact that it's mandatory in order for you to drive the car, as opposed to someone who wants to drive that car without auto insurance and pay for all the repairs to themselves and the other person all on their own. Like, think if that was an option. Yeah. Because that's what the auto insurance company basically does they pay for the repairs they pay for your liability their liability everything but they still make money because you've been paying on that auto insurance for 10 years oh yeah so if you would have saved that money in premiums over 10 years 
you still you wouldn't have the outlay that you did for the one or two accidents. Correct. Because that and here's the best part. If the auto insurance company thinks that you cost them too much money, they drop your policy. Mm-hmm. They don't have to deal the losing hand. Right. They get to look at the hand before it, it's dealt and not play. It's it's like they get they get to uh wouldn't hold them. It's the flop, the two cards that come down first. The three, yeah. Is it, what's what's the one that two you're dealt? Uh, it's just your cards. Yeah. So like they get to yeah they get to see their cards and the flop before you get to see the flop. You have your cards, but then you have to bet all the time, and you can't fold, and they can fold on every hand. Right. So they can always fold, and you can never fold. So I have a good example of this. So I've paid Liberty Mutual 10 years of insurance. It started out at $1,700 a year mm-hmm. for my house, and it's slowly gone up and gone up. And I think last year was like 2200 bucks. Well, we finally filed the claim on our roof. It had our roof replaced, so mm-hmm. they paid out. You want to guess what my premium was this year? Three grand? Yes. $3,100. It went up $900 in one year. Yeah. Because they they know that most people will not go and shop the insurance. Yeah. So you want to know what I did? I called up the insurance broker. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, look, my insurance went up a whole bunch this year because we filed a claim. Can you go shopping around and see what I can get? Lo and behold... They found another policy from Travelers Insurance, which gave us more insurance. Mm-hmm. And this is they—they they knew we filed the claim. Eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah, saved thirteen hundred dollars. Now they're like, "Oh, well, your your mortgage company pays it." No, I I got to pay into that escrow for them to pay it out. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, like, oh, your mortgage. Yeah, and who pays them, dickhead? Your, your mortgage. Your mortgage payment adjusts every year based on. The taxes and insurance. Right. It's got That's, nothing to do with your loan. Your loan payment's exactly the same. Yeah. It's your taxes and insurance that the money has to go into escrow for. Yeah. So our mortgage payment kept going up and up and up and up because of this stupid increase. Mm-hmm. And so, but 95% of people won't call the insurance broker to go find a lower rate somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Because they know that you won't do it. And that's why they raise the rate on you. Oh, well, you, you file the claim. So, you know, we have to raise it up. Yeah. No, you don't. I paid almost two grand a year for 10 years. That's 20 grand. Right. That roof, caught, you pay, You probably paid 11000 for the roof. You still made out with nine grand of my money. Yeah. And when you, and, and you were going to try and get more out of me, another three grand, you were going to try and get another $900 out of me that you weren't going to get. Mm-hmm. In one year, you're just trying to recoup the freaking cost. You're already ahead. And like people don't understand that those big industries, they're playing with house money. They they are the house. Yeah. You're betting everything against the casino. Yeah. And you're gonna lose. Every time. And but at least with a casino, it's widely known. Like when I go and place a bet, I know I'm betting against a casino and I'm probably gonna lose. Yeah. The insurance industry, the auto industry, big pharma. Big insurance. No one real. It, it, it's not widely known that you're losing. Yeah. That they're preying on you. Mm-hmm. It, 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 look, 
well, the the car, the, the casino industry, you know, no, fuck it. It, it. They tell you, like, when you go play the Maryland Lottery, you know on the back of that scratch-off card, you got a one in seven million shot to win. Right. But at least you know going into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these people, these snakes, are hoping you don't find out rather than being upfront with it. Yeah. And then it's the only you know service where when you utilize the service, they charge you more or kick you out. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's like AAA. Like if you use AAA and they go and they, oh, you use AAA, we're going to kick you out. We have to pay three times more next month for it. And they, well, you know, we had to raise your rates because of inflation. Things cost more. No, motherfucker. You've already banked my money. In spades. You want to know what, you know what the inflation part is? Is that the fact that your CEO wants a raise and he's trying to raise the dividends to shareholders so that he can justify his raise from 40 or $50 million a year to 70 Yeah. So he can get that extra yacht and a half. Look, man, I ain't about people being self-made and they're, you know amassing some wealth in themselves but some of these ceos from these companies that 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 are trying to get the money from you to me that's fucked up well look look at all the ones from the the big bailouts oh that fuck. got took taxpayer money to bail themselves out and then paid themselves with huge golden parachutes you know that 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 the, the fact that, and no one talks about it it's okay oh whatever because, fine. because if you talk about it like, you can hear it in my voice how pissed off I get about yeah. this. And it, look, I, I don't have anything against people being rich. Uh-uh. I don't. But if your richness comes off of making other people poorer, yeah. And not that I'm poor, but you know, the Liberty Mutual CEO. Yeah, you know, I'm sure part of my nine hundred dollar increase was going to go to his additional funds. Yeah. Who's probably already making thirty-five million a year? It's not the same, you know what I mean? It's it's. I'm not a big Jeff Bezos fan, but the guy started the business in his garage. Yeah, took his money, took his company public, got you know people bought shares in it. He made his wealth that way. Yeah, grew Amazon. Now don't get me wrong, did he affect some people in the in the? Along the way, maybe. Mm-hmm. But he's never forced me to buy anything. It, in the, I, I, I know. It, it's, it's not a perfect scenario. I'm just saying that there is a difference in some of these things. And I don't think, I don't think Jeff Bezos is a good individual. He's probably an asshole. But I see him differently than I see like a Liberty Mutual CEO or another. And look, I'm not saying the Travelers guy is much better, right? I'm not right. saying that. But in this case, you know, I'm able to take advantage of it a little bit. Yeah. But I, you better watch out. The Limu Emu is going to come kick your door in. I know, right? <laughs> you didn't pay for what you need. And Doug. <laughs> and Doug. How um, much of your money went to go pay for those stupid ass commercials? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and you know, funny part that there's a commercial out there for insurance for NJM. Yeah, like no the, mascots, no, no jingles or mascots. Yeah, you're still paying for that fucking commercial, asshole. Right. Sorry, you didn't. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, you didn't get a, a a mascot out of it. You still paid the same as Geico for the commercial, yeah. or, or State Farm paying my favorite two football players to <laughs> and Jake now, to well, 
to go and be in dumb commercials during football games. Now Travis Kelsey's in on it too. <sighs> yeah, can't stand it. Uh, it it drives me nuts, man. And and, and the funny part is, we we kind of strayed into like cor- corporations and stuff. But if you don't think government is in bed with big business, no, you're a fool. At, at this point, you're just not paying attention. You're you're an absolute fool. And in fact, you know, just look at this. So before Israel happened, it was all Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. That and shit did quick. They're sending money. Was two hundred three six hundred billion dollars, whatever it is, to Ukraine? I don't even know. What, I don't even know what it is anymore. Where the Ukrainians then take probably steal half of it, and they take the other half, and they buy weapons from our favorite people at Raytheon and Northrop Grumman, Northrop Grumman and Boeing and Lockheed Martin, and then it, so it's like they're just these big contractors are just getting paid but there's a middleman stealing half of it um and i actually heard on the news like when they were in defense of the money going to ukraine well just think of how well this is going to be at at, at northrop grumman and the defense contractors like that's what we're where we're at now like we're, like think of our friends at northrop grumman who are going to do so much better now because of this well and, and think of it this way <clears throat> the taxpayer money comes from us the taxpayers mm-hmm. essentially they're sending it over to ukraine just to come back to the U.S. to the CEOs and the court and the execs. Yeah, it, you're, why not just hand it to them directly and cut out the middle? Yeah, like why? Why are we playing this game? Yeah, because the optics, right? Yeah. You're doing it in America's defense. Now I'm doing it in fucking North Grumman CEO. Yeah, last time I checked, there hasn't been a T seventy two tank rolling down no. College Parkway lately. Well, they'll make you believe there's one coming. Oh, yeah, though. it's coming. That's what the aliens are for, right? You know, <laughs> at this point, I'm starting to think the aliens could. They're probably what's going to save us. Oh yeah, the aliens are like, should we get? I mean, the like, there's got to be a couple good ones down there, right? Right. They're not all morons. <laughs> I mean, Jake from State Farm used to be one of them, right? <laughs> <laughs> Before he went all corporate. I don't know, man. So uh, you know, we're, we're, I don't. Know, I'm trying to think where we. So we started with the DeSantis Newsom thing, yeah. Which we can't figure why that's even happening. Right. So there's got to be something nefarious behind it. I, I think so. I honestly think that this the, the, the managers made the call to the bullpen and they're warming up the reliever. I, I, think, it's, I think it's why they're... I mean, they're really trying hard to get if they had, Trump thrown in jail so that DeSantis runs. Yeah. And I, I, I look, I don't think they'll actually do it. Because I think DeSantis is part of the Uniparty. So, yeah, so he's, Nick, he's a different player, but he's in it. Yeah, so is Nikki Haley. Right. Nikki Haley is just a war hawk like the rest of them are. Yeah. Um, so, well, I, I can't figure out, like, well, I know why they do it, because they make money off of it. So here's my theory. They're having DeSantis debate Newsom because they know Democrat voters will... Watch, mm-hmm. and they're going to complain because Hannity's probably going to be biased against Newsom and all this other stuff. I think the purpose, though, is to soften DeSantis for Democrats, so that when DeSantis eventually runs against Biden, they'll they'll get Biden out like they want. DeSantis will go in, mm-hmm. but DeSantis is one of them too. Yeah, but he's going to get 
a lot of those moderate to semi-moderate Democrats that don't want Biden, mm-hmm. they're going to soften DeSantis so that they'll feel okay voting for him. Yeah. And DeSantis is probably going to win. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, there's no good optic if Newsom ends up taking over for Joe Biden and win. Like that's that 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 idea is so far fetched. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. So what do you do? You have DeSantis debate, and I'll put air quotes around that for a proxy. Right, I was gonna say yeah, which is which is Newsom. Yeah, because they can't they cannot they cannot have Joe Biden come out and debate. And, and there's no audience, so yeah. there's not going to be the reactions to the, what yeah. they say. It, I'm telling you, they're softening DeSantis for Democratic voters to be able to vote for him in the general. Yeah. And they're going to find a way to get Trump out. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, that dude is not going to be on. He is not going to be on I'm a the CIA hasn't assassinated him yet. Yeah. Uh, you said it, you know. <laughs> you better hope you're not on the list. I mean, it's a joke. You said it. Our <laughs> friends our friends at the, there would never do that. <laughs> our, Bro, yeah, <laughs> not going, not yeah. going to happen. You're okay. Um, I, I, I like look me being a conspiracy there. I think that's what they're trying to do. Um, they're trying to soften up DeSantis, so soften up DeSantis's image, uh, so that he's electable. Yeah, for moderates and, and something will come out soon about how. His- how his wife had breast cancer or something. Yeah. And I mean, she's a very attractive lady, by the way. She's not, she's not bad looking, not too hard on the eyes, but, and they got the three kids. I mean, look, yeah. Photo ops are abound with that oh, family. Yeah. He's, he's just dry as toast. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Other times he's a little fiery. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's going to be a tough pill to swallow, but they made him seem like such a bad person. On the Democrat side, I think they got to soften. They got to soften that image, right? Yes, yeah, so they got to make them palatable. You have to pull that back. Because I mean, they, with the whole "don't say gay" thing and the banned books, like they 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 painted him as like arch nemesis number one. Like they they were trying to paint him as bad as Trump. Oh yeah, in their mind. Mm-hmm. Um. So it, it'll be interesting to see where that goes, though. And uh, and Trump and him have had some pretty public spats, some yeah. exchanges. Well, so, and you know the Bushes are behind DeSantis, which isn't very public. Yeah, uh, the Bush family, and I believe there's one other prominent Democrat, uh, Republican family that's behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Mitt Romney line up behind him a little bit. Oh yeah, all the milk toast Republicans will yeah. all come out. But that's how you know he's part of the Uniparty because yeah. the Bush family's behind him. Yeah. Um, but will that make him a bad candidate or a bad president? No, I. Because of what he did in Florida, his actions have have been yeah. his actions have been good, right? As far if you're a Republican, or if you're a moderate, he seemed like the same human being yeah. for but a see, while. But see, in the end, it it doesn't matter if it's Robert Baratheon or whether it's <laughs> Joffrey Lannister, you know, Je- well, Baratheon. Oh, um, sorry, right. We all know that it's really, you know, Tywin back there pulling all the strings. Right, right. So, you know, Ned Stark found out the hard way. <laughs> so. That would not, that would have rough. Yeah. So, like, we, we know, and it doesn't matter how smart Tyrion is. He's never going, like, you know, so. It, it just, it, there's some, 
it's it's Tywin and the Tyrells in the background pulling the strings. And that's good, who it's going to be, whether it's DeSantis as president or, you know, I just think they realize that it can't be Joe Biden. Like, it's it's you can't hide it anymore. Yeah, his public appearances lately have been just, I don't I don't know if he knows where he is. Yeah, and the, the gaffes and the, you know, when he fell off the steps on Air Force One. Okay, I've fallen off the steps. Right. I'm not worried about that. You know. But, like, when you don't know where to step. Shaking people's hands that don't exist. Yeah. You know, I feel bad for the guy. I really do. And when you watch him walk, like, he's wearing, like, the slim cut suits. He looks like he's in shape and he's young and he's got the cool shades on. Like, man, this guy's cool. The perfect smile with the teeth. But then you just realize that there's just nothing there. He's like, when he walks, he's, like, shuffling his feet. Yeah. It's like, or like he's, he walks in the wrong direction. Yeah. Or he walks and then has to walk back. Yeah. It, like, it's not... And don't think he's not prepped, because they prep, they, they choreograph all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's the, the so they, they someone, left. Someone, someone's not taking yeah. care of that guy. They left uh, like a direction thing, like and it said, you know, you walk to this chair and sit down. You say this, this, this. This other person says this, this, and oh, let's look at. It. They all get that. They've all gotten those, you know, and some might need it less than others. You know, who knows what W. Uh, Bush had going on. But, you know, still, this guy is, I mean, he's just not there. So Yeah. I, I, feel, feel, ba- I feel bad for him. Yeah, like, like let him go to bed. Let, right. let, him watch, let him watch Matlock and eat his yogurt. I mean. That's let, what he wants to do. Let the guy have some Werther's Originals. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because <laughs> who doesn't like that? Right. My mom had one. I, I I took one from my mom's house the other day. They're delicious. They're really good. Yeah. They always have them in the... Let us know what you think in the comments below. Who do you think is going to be the two nominees that you have to vote for in uh, in November? Um, not that... Like, I have no dog in the hunt, right? So I'm not endorsing anybody. You know, Our thoughts are our own. I always want to say that. Um, but let us know who you think is going to be out there. Uh, for you to vote for on the ballot. We want to thank Cheers and Spirits in the Arnold Station Plaza. We want to thank uh, Brian Chilling with AnnapolisHomeExperts.com. Let us know your thoughts in the comments, if there are comments. Rate us in all the podcast platforms if you're listening. And we'll see you next time.